Hello everybody, welcome to the SA Dropkicks Wrestling Podcast. My name is KJ Saraka and today, myself and Eugene, my podcast co-host, are going to be discussing WWE. Particularly, why on earth the company just released 18 of its wrestlers. We're going to discuss the impact of these releases, uh, pretty much predict where some of these wrestlers will end up, and try and figure out what WWE's ultimate plan is. All of that and more coming up in the episode. So apparently in WWE, nobody is safe. No one. No one is safe. Did they let go of like 18? Yeah, 18 people got told to, to get out of here. <laughs> Ridiculous. Put it in the masses of <laughs> yeah, and apparently the reason is the same reason that everyone's been getting fired. Budget cuts. I don't like that word, budget cuts. It's not budget cuts. It's not budget it's cuts. There's no cuts. way. There's no way. It's bigger than this. And... Vince McMahon has this grand plan of what is going to happen with his company. I think this is the first step in sort of deciding or this new direction that WWE is going to go in. Uh, And the reason I'm saying this is because apparently there's a new hiring philosophy when it comes to people who want to be WWE superstars. And what is this? What is the requirement? Apparently, you got to be a certain age. You got to be a certain height. You got to be a certain size. So for the men, you have to be above 225 pounds. Be younger than 27 years of age. And be at least 6 foot 2. So it, it doesn't matter how talented you are, you have to fit those requirements. The age, the age of being a good wrestler in WWE over. is over. Guys like compared to other companies. Yeah, compared like guys like Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly. As soon as the yeah, yeah, they're they're gone. Like their contracts expire in a few months, so those guys are no longer welcome. Uh, they'll still be at NXT, I think. Or do you think once the contracts are up, that's it for them? I think so, man. I think so. Let's let's just quickly go through the names of these people. Uh, we have Jeet Rama, Jesse Kamea, Lindsay Dorado, and Grand Metalik. Let's stop right there. Uh, Lucha House Party. Lucha House Party got told... Lucha, Lucha. Yeah. They're gone. They're gone. They got told, best of luck on your future endeavors. Uh, but what I heard is that they asked for the release. They actually asked to, like, I heard this last night. It was like, no, uh, Lindsay and Grand both were like, nah, screw it. Just fire us already. We're, we're sick and tired of this. And so. Because they knew it was coming, though. They knew it was coming. So yeah, instead of sort of just like I know it's coming you can just let me go now yeah and I remember how how great these guys were I remember I think there's one match that I'll always remember from the Lucha House party and it was me too I think 
There was the ladder match with the New Day. I think which, it was, which one is it? I think it was that ladder match with the New Day. No, 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 no. That was the Lucha Dragons, was it? No, right, right. Yeah, Lucha House Party was not in that. No, no, no. That well, was... they Because it, it wasn't the Lucha House Party. It was just like one member, I think. Yeah, it was, it was Kalisto. It was Kalisto and Sinkara who attacked him. They were the Lucha Dragons. Lucha House yeah. Party... Yeah, the Lucha House Party were entertaining, but like you knew they were never gonna they were never gonna get anywhere. You know what one match sticks out for me from them? Yeah. It was for the tag team titles at Elimination Chamber. Was it inside Elimination yeah. Chamber? Yeah, it was inside Because I think I remember Chamber. that one. When Lince Dorado went I think it was either I think it was Lince Dorado who went on top Yeah it was of Lince the, of the and did that crazy flip. Oh my god. You remember it? I remember that match. It was the well, the Usos were in it, the New Day were in it, uh Miz and Morrison were in the match. I yeah, they were the champions. Yeah, they Miz and Morrison were the champs. I loved that was my favorite part of the match. Um those yeah, I remember I remember there was a ladder match involving Lucha House Party. I know, because I know what you're talking about. Because it like, who Grand Metalik did his finisher? Or was it Kalisto? I'm pretty sure it was Kalisto. It was Kalisto. He went he, on top of the ladder. I, I don't know who he did it to, but then he did his his move, his finisher. Yeah, the Salida. It the was Jimmy. It was one of the Usos. I remember it was one of the Usos, and they crashed through the table. Yeah, what was insane is that he did that on top of the ladder, man. Yeah. Yo, what's was crazy. Crazy. Like there are the there I remember are... going I remember going insane. <laughs> yeah. Like these small moments where you're like, man, I I'm gonna remember those guys because of those moments. Yeah, and if you notice WWE do not have a lot of mask wrestlers. Yeah, it's just Rey Mysterio now. Rey Mysterio yeah, that's basically only one. It's just Rey Mysterio. Yeah, just didn't make sense to me because Lucha House Party is one of the best like Lucha doors out there, if I'm not mistaken. They that's are. They're opinion. really good. They're they're really good. Yeah. But you knew. Unfortunately. Yeah, you just knew that this was gonna happen. Because they've never won a tag team, right? They haven't won the champions. No, the they have, they've, they've never been tag team champions. And so, like, if you're not... If you're a tag team and you're never going to win the tag team championships, what's the point of being there? How long have they been there? I really don't know. More than a few years. Maybe three, maybe four or five years. As a collective group, like, as Lucha House Party. I think they were there for about four years. But... Yeah crazy stuff. It's just sad that they weren't given more opportunities to get the titles. It's sad that that these people were just, like, every single person who's been fired, it's just, like, very sad. I think, let's move on to B-Fab, because B-Fab got fired as well. Bro, B-Fab. Yeah, from, from Hit Row. From Hit Row. She made her debut on SmackDown. Like, less than two weeks I ago. Because they got drafted to SmackDown. And then she came out on SmackDown with Hit Row, with the rest of Hit Row. 
and they cut a promo and they did their thing and the crowd would get were high the, the crowd were like yeah this is pretty cool she signed her main roster contract literally a week before the releases See, that makes no sense to me. How are you going to make someone sign and then a few weeks later you're going gonna, you're gonna to just fire them? You're going to release them? I, I have no idea. I, I really have no idea. And so now what you have is, is Hit Row without the lady, without sort of... You think they're going to replace her? Tough to say on that one. I, I, I re- if, and, sure if they, and if they decide who, who's going to fill that spot, who's going to replace her? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone's going to replace okay. B-Fab. Do you think they need a replacement, though? Because it would just be Isaiah Swerve and the other two. Yeah, Top Dollar and Ashanti. I don't, I don't yeah, think Ashanti. they need a replacement. If, they, if they're going to get a replacement, they... it has to be someone else. Like BFAB, it has to be because BFAB, like BFAB, had was BFAB. Like you can't take someone else and put her in that place. It's it's not going to be the same. Mm, why do you think about Naomi? Because she's not really doing anything that much right now. Naomi should be in the bloodline. Simple as Naomi should join the Usos and Roman Reigns. That's that's a discussion I've already had my opinion on. I don't know what you think about that, but that's my opinion. Let's talk about Frankie Monet. Uh, Taya Valkyrie. That's how I'm. That's how I'm going to remember her. Yeah, this, Taya this Valkyrie. Frankie Monet. Let's um, talk about Taya Valkyrie. Oh dude, boy. she's one of the best. She's one of the best. I, there's no debating about that. She's one of the talented female wrestlers out there. Definitely top ten. And uh, WWE slipped the ball with this one, man. I'm not going to lie to you. The fact that she didn't even make it on the main roster, the fact that she didn't even join her husband, John Morrison, on Raw, that that well, pisses me off. That because, I, I can understand that because she's only been there for a few months. That has, never, that has never stopped WWE from... That has never stopped WWE from putting her... She should have been on the main roster. Like, very... Like... Because I hear you, so you're saying she should have never went to NXT then. Maybe a few months in NXT. I felt I thought that I really thought she was going to be one of the NXT draft picks. Like in the draft, I thought someone was going to say, "Hey, Ty Valkyrie or you know Frankie Monet needs to come up." Yeah, me too. Because if you think about the type of matchup she would be able to have on the main roster, exactly. imagine Charlotte Flair versus. Taya Valkyrie, imagine Bianca versus Taya Oria versus versus Taya, Taya. or just, even Sasha. The list just goes on. She could have incredible matches with all those women. Even Becky, like even Oscar, just incredible matches. Um, but they decided. Why they, you know why they? Oh. I have no idea. Because she, she, like, just a couple of weeks ago, she was just fighting for the NXT championship against Raquel. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Let's just move through the list quickly. We've got Zay, uh, Harry Smith, Zayda Ramir, 
Uh, Oni Larkin. The hard-hitting, brutal Oni Larkin. Very great technically. Incredible, hard-working guy. Well, part of one of the best yeah, tag teams in NXT. You think so? Bro, I've watched him and Danny Burch wrestle. And they're good. They're really good as a tag team. And now... I've seen them go one on one, and I won't lie to you. I would, I was also, I'd also like captivated to see how they would work in a tag team. Yeah, it wasn't long enough because they did win the NXT Championship tag team titles, and then unfortunately, the one tag team partner got injured. Yeah, it was Danny Birch, I think Danny Birch was out with a knee injury, and then like the, the stuff they did with Pat McAfee, remember that. The the heel state the heel faction with Pat McAfee and Pete Dunne. That was gold. That stuff was gold. Pat McAfee is a true legend. That stable, for those four guys, bruh, they were awesome. At least we'll always have that War Games match. Yeah, we will. That War Games match was 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 awesome. I loved it. Um, so, like, what do you think happens to Danny Birch now? I'm not sure if he's still in the company. I think maybe he got released. Is he still on? I have no idea. I, I didn't check. I have no, I have no idea. I'm not going to lie to you as well. Because I haven't I seen think, I think he'll stay because, because uh, he still has stuff to do at NXT, I believe. I don't know, though. Oh, if it's not on NXT, can be on Two or Five Live, bro. Maybe not. Maybe. Oh, oh what? I I really don't know. I'm not even sure if he's still in WWE because I haven't seen him anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he left already. Maybe he was released earlier. Could have been. Could have been released a little bit earlier. Uh, the early releases. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Remember, yeah, because remember you came back from injury. Yeah. But you saw him on TV for a while. Yeah, we did. The one man. As as yeah. And then, and then we never saw him that much again. Crazy, crazy. Now but that... I think if he's not with WWE, I'm pretty sure like any wrestling company would take him. You could go back to NXT UK. I you know where I'm thinking. You know where. You know where uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan should be. Like, where should they be? New Japan Strong. New Japan Pro Wrestling has this this um thing, this sort of branch. It's called New Japan Strong, and on New Japan Strong, it's just wrestling. No funny gimmicks. No stupid segments. No comedy. It's just wrestling bro those guys would be perfect yeah i i, I agree yeah, i agree with you maybe those... they should go there then yeah i think it will depend on the money though because it will depend on reason you know if they're doing it for the money or what yeah that that would be the major that's the major thing in the wrestling business isn't it 
Where is the money? Yeah. If it pays well, then I'm gonna, then you go there. Definitely. What about Ember Moon? That one breaks my heart. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, she, she was one of my favorite wrestlers while she was at WWE. Yeah. I've always wanted stuff for her. Former NXT champion. It, uh, like I remember when she when she came on the main roster, everyone was saying this is a future Raw Women's Champion. She's a future champion. She's a future sort of um, face of the women's she division. Was, it was never really formulated like that. It didn't. She has maybe the best finisher. No, no doubt. Not one of she has the best finisher. finisher. The best <laughs> women's wrestling. For in from any woman's wrestler of all time, she has the best finisher. I mean, the eclipse, man. It's like a stunner from the top rope. It's basically a stunner from the top rope. She's talented. She she was awesome on NXT. The matches with Oscar. Oh man. That rivalry was amazing. I loved I love that rivalry. She had a good match with Shayna as well. Yeah, she did. And then remember when she entered the Royal Rumble with one arm? Oh, because my of the fight. Yeah, because of the match with Shayna the night before. At the NXT TakeOver. Yeah. Oh, that just made me like being an Ember Moon fan even more. Crazy. Crazy. But injuries have been treated her well now. Yeah, she, she had to, she, she got an injury. I think it was, it was a shoulder injury, if I'm not mistaken. And then she went back to yeah, NXT. But if she was out for like, I'm not sure, a couple of months though, before she went back to NXT. Yeah, she was out. Um, With the new gear, new everything, new look. She changed everything. Her hair, she wore, she wore tights instead of sort of what she was wearing before. Um, her character yeah. had changed. She started riding a bike and things like that. And she, she became a good tag team with... Um, Shotzi Blackheart and they had a decent run. They I won't say I won't say it was the yeah. greatest in the world, but they had a decent run. Yeah, they won the tag team titles as well, but yeah. It's and then she even had she fought for the NXT championship title. Yeah, she did. She she challenged Raquel Gonzalez um for the NXT Women's Championship. She lost, but it was a pretty decent match. Um man. And then they didn't with her. And then we don't know what happened. Oh, man. You know, NXT was supposed to be the place where dead careers get revitalized. Like, look what happened to Finn Balor. Like, Finn came back to NXT and became the prince. And look what's going on with... Exactly. Like, Mandy Rose is on fire at this point. Yeah, she is. She is. There was, there's more examples like even Samoa Joe. Oh man, one. where is Samoa, Samoa Joe? My good, like last time I checked, he relinquished the NXT title because he got injured again. Yeah, and that was it. Never saw him again. We haven't seen him since. So maybe he might still be injured. I don't know. Earth. But NXT is the place you go to if you want like a jump start, like a restart. Yeah. Either that can go you or that can go good for you like they did for like it's going out for mandy rose like we said and finn Balor. so it's either it works or it doesn't work out eh? definitely 
Uh, moving and down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's moving down this list, we have Trey Baxter, um, Mia Yim. Uh, I knew as Jade and Impact. The my, my the first time I ever saw her was Jade and Impact Wrestling, and she was awesome. Yeah, me too. She was awesome when yeah, when she got signed to WWE. I saw the name Mia Yim, and I was like, "Who's this Chinese lady?" And this is not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> this is not. This is nothing. I'm not trying to be this. This this is the, no means to discriminate or, or in any way to be racist. But I thought, <laughs> I thought, wow, uh, maybe WWE's bringing in some more Chinese talent. And then I saw the face, and I was like, oh wait, that's Jade from Impact Wrestling. That's you. <laughs> yeah, like I know this lady, and then she was fire when she when she came in. She had really good matches with. EO and she had a really good match with Shayna Baszler. Um, she was really good. Like her in-ring stuff is smooth. She knows she knows how to work. She was really talented. Um, she still yeah, is talented. Yeah. yeah. Again, should have should have moved to the main roster as herself. Don't know what garbage they decided to. Don't know why. <laughs> The retribution became a thing. Like she should, the retribution became a thing. When I saw her in retribution, I was like, okay, career's over. For, for me, it kind of came out of left field that she was in retribution, you know? Yeah. It came out of nowhere. I, when I saw her. I was, I was expecting a female in that group, you know, the way they were building it up. Yeah. It was crazy when I saw when I saw her when when Retribution made their debut, and I saw her with that with that mask on. I laughed, but I was I was laughing on the outside and I was crying on the inside. I was laughing because she looked stupid, but I was crying because how could they have done this to her? How could they have done this to Dominic Dijakovic? To um, who else was in that group? My goodness, I forgot. Um, <laughs> Of, uh, was that Australian talent? Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne. Uh, yeah, Shane Thorne. Um, I'm trying to think of the... Mustafa. Huh? I'm trying to think of the other guy. Uh, Mace. Who's, who played... Who is Mace? Uh, Mace. I'm, I forgot his I name. Dio really Madden. Dio Madden. Dio Madden was Mace. Okay. Oh, gosh. That, that thing... I think... I, I think just... WWE didn't, they didn't use their group well, you know, the way they pulled it up, it looked like it was going to be a big success, but it never was. Bruh. It only lasted a couple of months. It failed, for me, it failed as soon, right as soon as it started. This was never going to be, Retribution was never going to be, like, a thing. And what it what gave me hope was Mustafa Ali. When Mustafa became the leader, or was revealed as the leader... You know, I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, now you, now you're talking. I, I like how they, I like how they revealed him as the leader. That was awesome. That was really good. I like that. Uh, but yeah, but then nothing happened. <laughs> no tag team titles. No nothing. All they were doing is causing chaos. It wasn't really going anywhere. Yeah, it was. It went nowhere. And. Now she's gone. Next is Scarlet Bordeaux. Uh, what can we say? She was a good 
business woman. Manager slash business like woman. Yeah. She was like her and Cross. They were package. Package deal. On NXT, they were fire. And that like the entrance together was over the top. She didn't say much, but there was it was effective. It was effective. She I mean that 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 NXT entrance, the Karen Cross NXT entrance was beautiful. Like was, her was. singing and serenading the crowd and Karen Cross behind her just being demonic. Bro, that was crazy. And it worked. You could tell. Like, even if you'd never watched NXT and you saw Karrion Cross, you could tell this guy is a star. Like, I've never seen this program before, but he's a star. And I think Scarlett Bordeaux added to his stardom. And, and which is what surprised me when all of a sudden Karrion Cross is on Raw and I'm like, yes, Karrion Cross. I was like, okay, now where's Scarlet? And I'm like, yeah. where on earth is Scarlet? Yeah, I don't get why they make these dramatic changes when you go from NXT to the main roster. Just keep it the way. Keep, yeah, keep these people the way they are. You don't have to change anything. You can literally take from NXT, copy, paste, put on main roster. Don't change, like, stupid... Stupid stuff like changing names. Yeah, you were saying. No, you will continue. Continue. I was just gonna. I'm ask like, what you're gonna say. like these people, like, like people, like, uh, like Andrade. Like, you know, you know when they started changing the names of these people. Yeah. Like Andrade, Cien Almas became Andrade. Alexandra Rusev became Rusev. Like, the 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 Viking. Well, the war machine became Viking experience. Don't change these people. They were successful. You can only change them if it's not working out, you know. If it's not working out in the main roster, then sure, try something new. Yeah. Don't, don't fix, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We don't gotta do this. Like they tried to change Kirin Cross. You see a hideous costume they put him in. You like, see that the, the helmet. Hell that? The bloody helmet. Oh dear me! That? Oh gosh! Imagine, imagine his NXT entrance on the main roster would be probably up there, bro. Best entrance in NXT. Well, top three, top three NXT entrances of top all time. Because we had, I mean, Balor's Demon entrance and Nakamura has got a few good entrances. Um, Bobby Roode's got an yeah, awesome the, entrance. Oh, glorious! Oh. Speaking like glorious and now he's now Bobby Roode's on the main roster doing good, like who knows what like it's ridiculous crazy to think Who's about next on the, uh, Eva WWE Marie release. Eva Marie's next um I'm not surprised I'm not mad at that one I'm not mad, I'm not mad at that one. that one I mean and I'm, the reason I'm not no, mad the reason I'm not mad is because it doesn't look like she needs this like. Eva Marie does not need to be a WWE superstar. She's good. And she doesn't need wrestle. Like, I don't want to put it in a box, you know? Don't want to box her stereotype her. But yeah. She's like, she, 
she really does not need to be a wrestler. Like, she, exactly. She has multiple businesses, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she's got a fitness thing going on, and she she's like she's in really good shape, which is why WWE decided to bring her back, assuming that she could actually wrestle. But um, she's she's not a yeah. She's just she's not a wrestler. She's she's not a woman's wrestler. Let's just say that. Yeah. And I think she was just brought in, brought in more viewers. It, it was one of those. Exactly. Moving on to someone who I thought like had a legit future in the WWE, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, now she's gone. Bloody Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Yeah. Remember when? Remember? Remember Nia Jax after WrestleMania 34. When she became Raw Women's uh, Champion. Yeah. When she beat Alexa Bliss. So, Nia Jax, uh, who also got released. And I really don't know what the future is for her. She's one of those wrestlers who I really don't see her going anywhere. I really don't see her... Mental, like... Yeah, right yeah. I think she, she took a mental break, right? from From everything... Mental health break, yeah. Yeah. And so, we really don't know what's going to happen with her and sort of where she's going to land. Um, but you never know. She could show up in AEW and surprise everybody and be like, yeah, you thought I was down. Okay. Here I am. How old is she, though? She's like, she's 37, I believe. Um... What age normally does a wrestler retire or stop or decides to stop wrestling? It really depends. Um, Dep- I guess, does it depend on how well you look after yourself, right? Yeah. Like, between 40 and 40. She's 37. Nia Jax is actually 37. So, and and seeing the way that she, like, she gets injured. She's very injury prone. Like, she's had knee surgery and she's had problems with her back i think and so i don't think she's gonna wrestle wrestle a lot longer maybe she might wrestle one uh you know a few times here and there but i don't think she's gonna really really be like wrestling a a heavy schedule i don't know you know i would have liked to see her part of the bloodline you know yeah same thing with naomi right i think that would be a really nice a thing to to have, um, but yeah, things net didn't, things didn't turn out that way, and you just yeah, she at least she won the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania, so that was a huge moment yeah, in her, in her it career. Was, it, I'm, and, so sh- I'm sure she will look back on. And I like that you you remember the story that happened afterwards, where she's like she won the Raw Women's Championship. And basically, she became this hero for women, her woman like her. She became a role model. Yeah, for for sort of heavier, bigger women, and she was really inspirational. And she was fighting off this bully. Alexa Bliss was a really good bully and a really good heel. And she, they had a really good story going on. They had really, really good chemistry. And then, um, even when uh, Alex, when Alexa cashed in Money in the Bank, uh, between. Uh, the match between Naya and Ronda, like even that story could have went even further. Nobody yeah, didn't. 
it didn't and yeah i mean what can we say this is this is the kind of stuff that happens um but i don't think she's going to wrestle anytime soon what do you think years left in her i don't think she's done yet you know because she still she, she can still do a bunch of stuff at other companies if she wanted to or it might be a situation where wwe realized that it was a mistake let her go and then they'll get her back hopefully hopefully it's one of those things where WWE realize, and it, I hope it's not just for for Nia Jax. There are so many talented people in that list. Maybe all of them, but like, let's move on to Keith Lee. Shall we do that? And then we'll finish off with Karrion Cross, who was the last person on on the list that I. Yeah. Keith Lee. I, I felt they, yeah, Keith Lee's a hard one to swallow. Hard one to swallow. Yeah. Because, like, he left NXT at the top of his game. Yes. Absolutely. And then he even debuted on Raw quite properly and had a match against Randy Orton at a pay-per-view event and won as well. Yeah. So it was nothing but up for him. That's how it looked like, at least. And then I think COVID, he, he got COVID, I believe. Um... And then, yeah, he, and then he stayed home yeah, for like... I think he did. And then he, he stayed... I think a number of them did. Yeah, and then he stayed home for like a, a quite a while and had issues and with his health and stuff. And yeah, I can't believe that WWE didn't help pay for those costs, you know? Yeah, I, I read earlier that apparently every single medical bill that Keith had he paid out of his own pocket. Like, can you imagine? No, that's ridiculous. And then they go, and, they go ahead and release him. Right after that. It's tough. They can't do that, man. Like, isn't, aren't you supposed to provide for your employee because they work for you? Exactly. He got, because it's a work-related issue, I'm pretty sure. It's a work-related issue. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he wasn't the only one who contracted the virus. I'm pretty sure there were a number of other wrestlers who did. Man, that's just basic etiquette to me. Like, they work for you. You should be able to at least take care of my health. Not at least you should, you know? You should, yeah. Because without me, because I am your product, like, I am the reason why. We are able to go out there and have the matches, you know. Without the wrestlers, then they wouldn't be wrestling. Yeah, and that, apparently, like, that's not how things go in WWE. Like, once you are released from WWE, it's almost as if they don't care about you anymore. Or, like, once you're on your way out of the company, like, they don't care anymore. Does it depend on the caliber of superstar you are? maybe just maybe i think that's the biggest thing right is what kind of what kind of influence do you have and how much respect do you have man keith lee was going to do imagine the matches keith lee could have had man dream match city we never saw keith lee versus damian priest we never saw keith lee versus sheamus we never saw Keith Lee versus Riddle. We never saw him against or we didn't see another match. I would have loved another match between him and Orton. We didn't see Keith Lee versus 
what Jeff Hardy. We didn't see him versus AJ Styles. So much potential. We didn't see him against the current WWE champion Big E. Exactly. That would have been a massive match. Yeah, they could have had they could have like had a storyline up to WrestleMania, I think. That would have been great. That that just would have I mean so many fantasies that that can't come true. Maybe he's one of those that they they decide now we need to get him back. Um, but I feel like Keith, man. yeah. But I feel like Keith Lee can have a future in AEW, right? Like Keith if Lee can have a future anyway. Like if you're Tony Khan and you've already mentioned that okay, there are some of these released superstars that I want. Who would be at the top of that list? I male wrestlers. Male wrestlers. Like if you look, yeah. If you look through that list, and you're like, "Oh, AEW wants to sign some talent." Who would be at the top of the list? Keith Lee, Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. Speaking of which, yeah. I mean that gimmick change. Another superstar that got released. That gimmick change, though. What's messed up, man? The 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 helmet. Oh goodness me. What the hell was that, man? <laughs> oh, man. He got this epic entrance at NXT, which is one is up there with one of the best entrances in NXT alongside uh, the glorious Bobby Roode one and Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura to stick in a helmet on him. It's so dry, man. The thing is, the helmet, right? The helmet doesn't make sense because one of the most intimidating marketable assets that that Karen Cross has is that he's his face he looks dominant when you look at him you can tell the sky's gonna eat you alive and so when you cover him with that it it makes no sense you could have given him anything covering the money maker covering the money maker exactly and then they and then the dramatic change from from him being a scholar from with him being with Scarlett to him being without on his Monday Night Raw debut. Dude, when I saw him, when I heard that he was making his debut, and I saw, uh, I was I was watching Raw, and I heard that, okay, here's the NXT champion making his debut. I, I saw him walk out, and I was like, okay, this should be inter- interesting. And then I, I didn't see Scarlett, and I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, I thought it was maybe a one-time thing, like she was... Maybe she couldn't be there for that show. Oh yeah. But that wasn't the Apparently that's that wasn't the case. They actually wanted him to go solo. And then they make him lose against Jeff Hardy. No respect to him, who is a legend, obviously. Yeah, no but disrespect. Cross, Jeff is awesome. Kieran but... Cross the, yeah, totally is awesome. Kieran Cross had the NXT title with him at that time as well. And then you make him go lose under two minutes. What? How do you book your talent, Vince? That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Then he goes on to lose the title fairly enough at NXT. And then you come back and you do this gimmick. At, we only, which I don't know where it was going to go anyway. He kept on facing Jeff Hardy. Kept on beating him. It was very short. So I didn't see it going anywhere, you know. You know what I would have done with, with, with Karrion Cross. Laid on me. I would have put him, I would have given him the Brock Lesnar treatment. You know, Brock, when Brock Lesnar came into WWE, he beat everyone and got to the WWE Championship. 
He laid, he beat everyone, was undefeated, got to the WWE. I would have done the same thing with with, with Karrion Cross. I would have let him butcher. I would have let him run through Randy Orton and Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. I would have let Karrion Cross run straight to the top and be and win the WWE Championship. At WrestleMania. Maybe. But I'm saying that's how I would have treated him. Yeah, because he would have had a lot of good matches as well. With yeah. the incredible superstars that are on the main roster. Exactly. Him and Drew McIntyre, him and Roman Reigns, that would kill. It would have been awesome. Huh. Hopefully, it's one of those where they get him back, you know? Yeah. Okay, okay. Much talent here. You don't have any opponent to face, so we're going to re-sign you. We're going to re-sign this man, and we're going to build a storyline between you two. That would be awesome. But, like, think about how many people WWE has released since the start of April. April is when, like, the first massive release of talent came. And since then, there, there's been so many. Like, over 120 people have been released. How many of those people came back? I can only think of none. I can only think of two. One of them was Zelina Vega, and the other was Drake Maverick. Oh, other than that, I can't believe that. Other than that, I, I can't, can't think of. You can't think of. I can't think of anyone else who's been fired and asked to come back. There were rumors of Braun Strowman maybe coming back, but well, nothing happened there. Another one where was a huge mistake letting that guy go. Like talent, talent, okay. talent, talent. To me, they're just making a other wrestling promotions a bit stronger, but especially AEW. Yeah. Khan is smiling right now, man. Khan is smiling. Because he's at the point where now he can really just take over the business. He can really take over the wrestling world. And, man. It would be, it would be crazy if Karen Cross showed up on Dynamite or on Rampage. You never know. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it for the episode. If you did like the episode, make sure that you stick around as we've got tons more coming your way. If you really like the content, make sure that you follow us on social media. On Instagram at Dropkicks Wrestling Podcast and on uh, Twitter at Dropkicks underscore SA. Till next time, stay safe and God bless.